In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the Coptic month, Baba. And the readings of the Sundays of Baba are about the power of God. And the Church chose four things that until now and unto the end of the ages, humanity will have no power or control. These four things are illness, number one. With all the advancement in medicine, until now, medicine actually can do nothing for many diseases. So in the first Sunday, we heard about the healing of the paralytic and how the Lord Jesus Christ, by one word, he said to the paralytic man, arise, carry up your bed and walk. The second is nature. With all the advancement in science, the humanity cannot stop hurricane, cannot stop volcano, cannot stop earthquake. Uh, all what we can actually do is to warn the people. But we cannot do more than this. But last Sunday, we saw the power of our Lord Jesus Christ over nature and creation in the uh, miracle of catching many fish. And also there are other many miracles like calming the storm with one word as we heard in the uh, gospel yesterday in Vespers. The third thing is actually the demons. The medicine, science, technology, all these things actually have no control over the uh, demons and the evil spirits. But today in the Gospel, we saw how man, a man was possessed with demons. That's why he was blind, mute, out of his mind. But the Lord Jesus Christ, with one word, was able to heal him. And the last thing, actually, is death. Nobody can stand or overcome death. But next Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Baba, we'll see the miracle of raising the son of the widow at Nain, when the Lord touched the coffin and this young man rose from the dead. So, in these four things, illness, nature, demons, and death, we see the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, which number one is a proof of his divinity. Because no one has power over these four things except God. And if the Lord Jesus 
has power over these four things, then indeed he is God. Also, to indicate that our God is a mighty God, is a powerful God. As you heard in the psalm of today, you are my strong refuge. You are my strong helper. So our God is a mighty God. It's important to recognize that we have a mighty God because this will give us a sense of security and peace. When you know that your leader is powerful and mighty, this actually will give you a sense of security. I'm sure you remember in the revolution in Egypt, uh, how actually in 2011 and 2012, 2013, when there was no leader for the revolution, the people felt insecure. Uh, many crimes happened at the time because there was no strong leadership. But once you feel that your leader is strong, then you feel secure. Here we are speaking about our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father is a mighty God. So we feel secure. We know that if God is with us, who can be against us? But many times, Leaders are powerful, but they use their power against their own people. That's what we call the abuse of the power. They use the power to control people, not to control the evil, but to control the people for their own profit for their own benefit and to suppress the people in a dictatorship form. These kinds of powerful leaders who abuse their power, they actually want the people around them or under them very weak in order not to rebel against them. If, and if anyone has a voice or he is strong, they will uh, get rid of this voice, even by false accusation. Because they feel that this strong voice is a threat to them. And this happened with Herod when he was threatened by the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he went and killed all the children of Bethlehem. But our God doesn't use the power against us. 
He uses the power to protect us. He uses the power to empower us. He said to the disciples, don't depart from Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. And St. Paul says, we did not receive the spirit of timidity or fear, but we received the spirit of power. And God wants us, his children, to be powerful. Because definitely God is not intimidated by us or God doesn't feel that we are a threat to him. Rather, he wants to empower us and he wants to help us. That's why the church in the second month of the Coptic year, month of Baba, speaks to us about the power of God so we will feel peace inside our hearts, security, and also the children of God should be powerful, like John the Baptist, and like all the martyrs, and like all the saints should be powerful. In the miracle of today, they brought to him a person who was demon-possessed. And because he was possessed by a demon, he lost three things. He lost his mind, he lost his vision, he lost his speech. And anyone under the influence of Satan loses these three things. Mind, vision, and speech. Not in a literal way, but in a spiritual way. There are two ways. The way of God and the way of the devil. There is nothing in between. So if the person is not under the influence of God and under the leadership of God, then he is automatically under the leadership of Satan. Because there is nothing uh, in between. There is no third way. You are either under the leadership of God or under the leadership of the devil. When the people actually under the leadership of devil, number one, they lose their mind. They lose their mind meaning things that are clearly wrong. They don't see it wrong at all. For example, uh, nowadays there are many things around us that refer that people are losing their mind simply because they kicked the God out of their life. Now many people, they don't believe in God 
they don't believe in existence of God, they claim to be atheist or agnostic, or just believing in a higher power. And because of this, the world starts to go crazy and to lose his mind. If you think about what the world is doing, legalization of drugs like marijuana and any faithful scientist and any physician with integrity will tell you that the destructive effect of these drugs are more than any benefit if there is any benefit in them. But those who are claiming that there are some benefit and pursuing legalization of these drugs because they lost their mind, because they are not under the influence of God, they care about money, they care about just making profit, even on the expense of the health of the people. If you go to any rehab center and see how wonderful youth, their life is destroyed and they are attacked with suicidal thoughts because somebody else said it's okay to take drug and sold the drug for them. You can see how the world is losing his mind. Nowadays also, we hear about transgenderism and how now they are speaking about more than two genders. There are more than two genders. If you go and try to book a ticket on any airline company, you will find that you are choosing from four genders. That's craziness. The world starts to lose its mind because they denied God. They did not keep God in their knowledge. And I was told by many physicians, there is an instruction that when a patient fill his patient form, they were asked how they want them to be referred to, he or she or it or they. And they are saying now, there is male, female, unspecified and undisclosed. What is this? If you think about it, that's craziness because the world is under the influence of Satan. Satan became the prince of the world. Same-sex marriage and homosexuality is against the anatomy and the physiology of the body, against sound relationship. But they try to normalize it. 
and they try to desensitize our children in elementary school because the world is losing its mind. The pornography and how they exploit the people. Again, that is the world losing its mind. Those who defend the abortion, I want you to go and attend or to watch how abortion is done. They crush the head of the baby. They kill him. And then they grab one arm, one leg. Is this acceptable to any human mind? But as we see in the divine liturgy, this entered into the world through the envy of the devil. Drugs are killing. Abortion is killing. All these are death. Because again, under the influence of Satan. And the list can go on and on and on. But all these things just tell us one thing. When the people don't follow God, they will lose their mind. They will lose their reason. They will lose the ability to discern between right and, and wrong, between light and darkness. And they use in order, because Satan actually is the deceiver, in order to deceive the people, to deceive others, they will speak, defend all this nonsense by saying human rights, by saying tolerance, by saying love, by saying acceptance. But in reality, the world is losing its mind. This man did not only lose his mind, but he lost his vision. Losing the vision either because the blindness of the eye or walking in darkness. What is the eye of the spirit? The eye of the spirit is the heart. So, when a person, his heart is blind, he cannot see where he is going. Love of money, love of pleasures, love of ego and pride blind the eye of the, of the spirit completely. Judas, because of the love of money, he became blind and betrayed his master. Samson, because love of pleasure, he became blind 
and said the secret behind his power to Delilah. The scribe and the Pharisees and the religious leaders of Israel, because of their pride, they did not see all the prophecies about the Messiah and, and cried, crucify him, crucify him. And they wanted actually to kill him. One of the stories that shows how blind they were. When the Lord raised Lazarus from the dead, as we read in John chapter 11. So they conspired to kill Lazarus. So this evidence that Jesus raised a man after four days in the tomb, they get rid of this evidence. But they were too blind because if the Lord was able to raise him after four days, then what will stop him from raising him again if they killed him? But again, they are blind. That is how actually the sin being under the influence of Satan make the person blind. I told you blindness can either because the eye is blind or you walk in darkness. In the same way, spiritual blindness, either because the heart, which is the eye of the spirit, is totally blind, or the person is walking in darkness. What's darkness? It is the lack of knowledge of Christ. St. Paul, before his conversion, he was a Jewish, a Pharisee, as he said in his letter to Philippians, according to the law, without blemish, but was blind. He didn't see the innocence and the purity of St. Stephen, and he approved his martyrdom. He was blind. And he confessed and said, I did this in ignorance. When we are ignorant of the word of God, when we are ignorant of the knowledge of Christ, we will be blind. Like St. Paul in his blindness before his conversion. And again, any person not under the leadership of God not only lose his mind, but also lose his spiritual vision. And the third thing, actually, the muteness. The muteness. People speak all day in nonsense, slander, gossip, judgment, these mouths are mute because they cannot testify for God. You heard in the gospel, in the psalm of today, let my mouth 
be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day, all the day. People are not interested to hear what is positive or what's edifying. People are interested to hear and to share what's negative and what's destructive. The best example is the social media. Go and post a good sermon or a good story from the life of the saints or a passage from the scripture and see how many persons will share it. And go and post even a lie, a false news, but negative, in which you are slandering others, in which you are negatively criticizing others, and see how spiral this will go. What does this tell you? That the world is under the influence of Satan. That's why they are mute to praise the Lord. But are they quick to do the agenda of Satan? What is the agenda of Satan? To hate one another? To devour one another? To slander one another? To judge one another? To criticize negatively one another? To put down one another? That's the agenda of Satan. So, when the people are not the leadership of God, and they are under the leadership of Satan, that's what they are doing. They are mute to praise the Lord. They are mute to testify for his glory. But they are quick to judge and to gossip and to slander. So this person was under the influence of Satan. That's why he lost his mind, he lost his vision, and he lost the power to testify for God. He was mute. But after this dark picture of a person under the influence of Satan, there is hope, as I told you in the beginning, our God is a mighty God. Then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind, and mute, and he healed him. So that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. Yes, there is hope. Christ came to liberate us from the kingdom of Satan, to set us free from the captivity of Satan and to make us able to speak and to praise the Lord and to see what's right and to see the glory of God in our life and to return back to our mind. In Luke chapter 15, about the prodigal son, after he spent so many years in prodigal living, then the verse, he returned to himself. Returned to himself means he returned to his mind. 
His mind was lost. But now he returned back to his mind. The Lord can bring us to our senses, to our mind, to restore our vision, to restore the ability to glorify and praise God with our mouth. So all of us, without exception, in a way or another, to some extent, we are partially blind, partially mute, partially lost our mind. But we can come to the Lord and to ask Him, we want to be under your influence and only under you. We don't want the world or Satan to have any part in us. We want to love you from all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our power. All means all, not majority, not most. We want to be holy under you. And you can restore to us our mind and our vision and our speech. You were able to do this to this man. So we are coming to you today, knowing that you are a mighty God, a powerful God, then you can do it and you can liberate us from any influence of Satan. May the Lord set us all free, as he said, if the Son sets you free, you will be free. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.